If you are enjoying listening to Spoken Word Poetry Podcasts, then you just might enjoy poetry written by Ariana R. Cherry. You can buy her books on Amazon. Visit her website at ariannarcherry.wordpress.com. Welcome to the Spoken Word Poetry Podcast. Listen in as poet and artist Ariana R. Cherry features words written from her heart and performed from her soul. Every week, you will hear original poetry spoken through performance art and storytelling. Listen weekly on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and iHeartRadio. Truth, stories, and poetry. Exactly what the soul needs. Hello, and welcome to Spoken Word Poetry. This is another episode of the Meet the Author series. As most of you have probably heard before, I started this series um, just so that you could meet other um, authors, other poets, and hear other types of poetry instead of just hearing me all the time. And it's wonderful to hear, you know, the different styles and um, just different ways that people write because people interpret poetry differently. Um, So on this next episode, as you listen, we talked with Linda Crate. Um, She is a uh, friend of Cherry House Press, and she was um, also in our first magazine, um, the Ankh Quarterly, where some of her poetry was in. You can see and um, buy that on Amazon. It was our October slash fall issue. Um, and she has a new book out called The Samurai. So um, continue listening in and you will see that uh, she is a very talented poet and you can listen in to um, how she came to write this book, which actually came from a dream of hers. So thank you for tuning in to Spoken Word Poetry Meet the Author series. As a poet and artist, obviously, I love art. And come Christmas time, I enjoy any type of gift that has to do with art. One website that offers original, unique art is Wild Gallery. That's W-Y-L-D. Since the pandemic, they have had to close its physical doors. But they still want to bring their art to you, virtually. The type of art they focus on is Native American art that explores the heritage, culture, and tradition. I can identify it with Native Americans as my great-grandfather was part Indian, Cherokee. Native American art can tell a story with its vivid storytelling, its beautiful eye-catching colors. And it's surrounded by culture. You see the, the kind of life that they lived. Native American art, there's nothing that's more beautiful than that. 
If you're looking for a unique gift for someone in your life who enjoys art, especially someone who might identify with Native Americans or is enriched in their culture, I suggest you visit Wild Gallery, W-Y-L-D, as they have opened their virtual doors to you. Meet and learn about the artist and see the art. You can take all the time you want viewing the art from your home. You can do it in your PJs, your work clothes, from the couch, even in your bed if that's what's more comfortable. And as you look through that art, find that piece of art that speaks to you and have it shipped to you for someone special this Christmas. Welcome to Spoken Word Poetry Podcast, and this is another episode of my series, Meet the Author, and today we have poet and author Linda Crate. Hello, Linda. Hello. And how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, her and I had a little bit of a gab fast, gab, gab fast before we started. We were getting some of our venting out of the way, so hopefully it wouldn't trickle over into the episode. <laughs> but she has a new book, and she has some poems that she would like to share with us. So I will let Linda take the virtual floor. Go ahead, Linda. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, my newest book is called The Samurai. It came out in October. Um, it's through Yellow Arrow Publishing, and they're a nonprofit supporting writers that um, identify as women. Mm-hmm. And the reason I went through them is because they've always seemed to like my writing, and they're always very supportive of me. Um, this whole process was uh, super easy with them. They even sent me a poster without like letting me know as a surprise. It had some of my words on it. And a picture by the artist, um, Anne-Marie, it was just beautiful. Oh, wow, neat. They just, like, sent you, like, the poster? Yeah, and it had some of the words from one of my poems on it, and I was just like, aw, that's really sweet. That's, like, awesome. So, and they've been promoting it a lot, which is nice, because Mm -hmm. most of the time I'm used to having to promote stuff myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I don't like doing all the time because, (laughs) you know, it's not, I don't want to be like every time I get on social media, buy my book. Oh, yeah, I totally get it. I feel like uh, when I do that, I'm bragging on myself and I like, hey, look at me. Look, 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 here's this book I wrote. Can can, can you buy it, please? But really, I'm just like, (laughs) I has a book, please buy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, kind of like the I has cheeseburger. I has a book. (laughs) (laughs) And this book was different because a lot of my um, books talk about darker subject matter, but Mm -hmm. this one was more of a positing and uplifting one because that's what Yellow Arrow Publishing likes to do. They like to have positive, uplifting poems. Mm -hmm. So I like to challenge myself, so that's what I decided to do. (laughs) Challenge is is fine. I've been trying to do some of that myself. (laughs) (laughs) 
And this book is um, about a dream I had, actually, mm-hmm. of a past life of mine. So, oh, cool. It's definitely an interesting concept. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Past lives are interesting concepts, you know. Some people believe in them and some don't. But, like, some of the stories that these people tell, I mean, they, they got to come from somewhere. And, I, you know, it could very well exist. So, I, I, I don't not believe it. And, and I, I, I kind of believe it because I've heard of young young children um, telling their parents stories of lies they've had, and then they get older and they kind of, like, forget about it. Yeah. So. And I was kind of skeptical of uh, myself until this one girl was telling me this story in high school, how she remembered when she drove past this house, like, she fell out the window talking on the phone. Oh, wow. In a past life. Oh my goodness. I was kind of like, I don't know about that. That sounds a little weird, you know? Yeah. But she's like, I'd never been in that house before. Huh. Like, ever since, like, you know, she had died. It was just unusual. Yeah. But then I had this dream, and it was, like, very vivid. Mm -hmm. And I don't get too in-depth, because I want to, you know, read the poems, give people a sense of what they're getting into. Mm -hmm. But it was definitely... One of a kind experience. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I hope that everybody enjoys it. Oh, I'm sure they will. We here at uh, Spoken Word Poetry, which is also part of Cherry House Press, really do like Linda Crate. We're big fans of her. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Well, you're I welcome. love the support. Sure. So. I don't know what else really to say, so should okay. I start yeah. getting into the reading? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'm going to start with um, the title poem, The Samurai. Okay. Okay. Samurai murmured to me of my meteor, stubbornly reminded me never to give up. She helped me leech out fear and insecurities and whilst both still remain, she helped me regain my ferocity, not just my vulnerability. Woke me up when I was confused in a dark nightmare, and I will forever be grateful for the starlight she put back in my eyes when I thought all was gone. I was just shedding unnecessary things so I could become me. Cool. Yeah. Now, was this one still, you said still part of the dream of the other life you had or are all these poems connected to that or are they different yes okay yep it's all um they're all interconnected with the dream okay yeah good all right the second one is called every monster will fall can you say that one more time sure the second one i was going to read from is called every monster will fall every monster will fall okay yep when i forgot who i was she didn't She brought back the laughter in my life. When I thought his gaze upon my flesh was always going to be cold, she broke up the winter left behind in my heart, reminded me that I was Summer's stubborn daughter, and that I couldn't let the light in me die before my time. So I shook off the shackles of the past as she reminded me to learn from, not leave my past behind. And now I stand knowing that I'm a fighter and a survivor, victim no longer because I refuse to yield myself before my nightmares. Every monster will fall before my sword. Mm. I like that the line, uh, Summer's stubborn sister. Did I hear that right? 
Stubborn daughter. Stubborn daughter. Yes. I like that. Where did you get that? Summer stubborn daughter. I like that. It's just something I, I've always been stubborn, and I was born in the summer. Oh, okay. So. That's cool, though. I've never, I've never heard someone phrase that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You should like uh, do like a meme or like a or a picture of like a picture kind of like of you or or even a, a picture of photo of you that looks kind of like you and in like a summer scene and like have like the title like summer stubborn daughter. You can even make another poem out of that. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. This third one is called my my past self and I. Mm-hmm. Okay. My fear of heights and climbing on roofs specifically now makes sense after the dream. She was fighting a root on a roof when she died. And she fell, and I fell, until she could not wake. Now I am anew, with flesh and a body that is mine, but wasn't then. Maybe that's why these bones feel out of place sometimes. I recall who I was, and who I am is not always the same as recollections buried in my subconscious. Little seeds of doubt and curiosity singing together. A medley of magic only my soul could decipher. Hmm. Very cool. They're all very deep. I like that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, how okay. many poems are are in your book? Just out of curiosity. Um. There are twenty one poems total. Oh, cool, and the, and I think that's cool how you've come up with that many all based on a dream and past life experience i mean that must have been a very intricate experience with all that oh yeah <laughs> she's come to me like a few different times like different glimpses of the dream it's just interesting mm-hmm. because i wasn't sure what to think at first <laughs> yeah so is this something probably after you had that dream you kind of had to write it down and then kind of maybe analyze it a few times or kind of contemplate on it or yeah I, knew, I always knew after I had the dream and I started writing poems about her that I kind of wanted a collection mm -hmm. but I wasn't sure when I'd put it together and then I saw that they were accepting submissions of chapbooks so I was like well you know what I'm gonna try my hand at it and awesome. they really liked it and they worked with me to edit it and you know shape it into finished product mm -hmm. very neat yeah i i think that's a really cool concept so, thank you no you're welcome i just you know we uh treyhouse press i'm sure you're familiar we had a uh, book called dreamscapes that uh, was written basically solely on dreams you know either fiction or non-fiction but i think i had more non-fiction submissions than anything so i mean dreams you know no matter what they're based on i mean can be i guess I mean, you, you, when you first wake up, like, you have all those images in your head, and you have to, like, either hurry up and write them down or, like, digest them so you don't forget. And then, then you try to analyze them, like, almost into words. Like, you have, like, the description and maybe how you felt and stuff, but to, like, really put it, like, say, into wording, like, to a poem to where you can, like, talk about to other people in that kind of language. I mean, it can be a bit of a challenge, so. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think what you've done is uh, 
really neat idea. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, sure. No problem. Um, if you have any others to share, you're more than welcome. If not, you want to leave it at that. That's fine, too. Um, you know, I don't have a, a limit, you know, so whatever is more comfortable to you. And if you want to leave more to surprise for them to buy your book, you can um, let people know <laughs> where they can buy your book, where they can find you online. Sure. I think I will do one more. Okay. Um, it's called, this one's called The Old Souls Speak. Mm-hmm. She was wearing a red kimono when she passed. Maybe that's why red is my favorite color. The hue of love, passion, the one that urges us to stop, the one we see when we're angry, the color of setting suns and my birthstone in this life. The threads we weave follow us from lifetime to lifetime. Perhaps when we get that feeling of deja vu, it's our past selves warning us of a hidden danger in a situation we didn't consider. Perhaps it is something we've lived before. Tethered to the past, we have a future and new bones, but the old incantations are telling us secrets if only we listen to their wisdom. But so many people ignore their inner voices as they seem to follow after a crowd that doesn't even recall their true name. But I know who I am and strive to be the best me I can be. In the end, we can only be the people we give ourselves room to become, and I am limitless, going to be the best being I can be, because as flawed and imperfect as I am, I am beautiful, I am enchanted, I am powerful, a warrior of love and light. Ooh, I like the, like, the end, those last few lines of that, that, like, that definitely needs to be on a poster, or it needs to be on some kind of <laughs> media or something to, like, uh, women empowerment kind of deal. I bet that's why they liked that, that, that one especially. <laughs> yeah, and I liked how you said you were limitless. Every, you know, you know, that's cool. Yeah, that one definitely needs to, like, go to young girls needing some some good uh, inspiration or to say, hey, you can do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's awesome. And then um, did they, like, um, I guess I haven't seen your cover, so I feel bad. I was going to look it up before I did this. So do you have, like, like a samurai, like, on the cover? or, or um, Yes. How, okay. Um, she actually, because in my dream, the samurai fell off a roof, she mm -hmm. actually has a picture of a woman in a red kimono falling off the roof oh, wow. with her katana in hand, mm -hmm. you know, her sword. And what I thought was cool is butterflies and... They symbolize rebirth mm -hmm. in their culture, so that's what she did on the back cover. Oh, neat. It has butterflies, and there's some butterflies in the... Hmm. You know, some people, um, sometimes I don't think, understand, like, all the thought and the work that goes into a book cover sometimes. You know, they kind of, you know, people will pick right. up a book, they'll kind of look at it like, eh, you know, and they don't, may not think as much about the cover, but like being authors, artists, and, you know, poets, like, you know, we all know how much thought it takes because we want that to portray like the words that we have inside. And, right. And, you know, and it's kind of funny and, you know, people just won't, other people won't think much about it. And I always kind of compare that to... And it's not a book, but to the church bulletins I create every Sunday. And we have to think of a cover to put on the church bulletin. 
<laughs> you know, and I put a lot of thought behind <laughs> the picture. And some people barely look at it. And I said, oh, you know, what'd you think? Or, or, or you know, that, that cover I had on, you know, the bulletin. They're like, oh, yeah, I guess I didn't really pay much attention to that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's always disappointing. It but is. Especially because sometimes these artists are, like, so talented. Mm-hmm. Like, Anne-Marie did a lot of good work. Like, mm-hmm. I think they sent her the um, the book, you know, before she started working on it. Mm-hmm. And then she talked to me a little bit just to make sure, like, you know, she got the details right. Sure. So, it was a very thorough process. And I think she did a very good job. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like she really, you know, portrayed, like, your your dream and, like, the idea you wanted to go for. I mean, having the samurai and then the butterfly for, like, rebirth as, since, you know, the samurai was, like, a past life. And then, you know, then you're reborn into another life. So, I mean, it all fit together really well. Yeah, I really liked it. And when we were talking about it, I was just like, she gets it. Like, she Mm -hmm. understands my vision. And it was just so refreshing because sometimes... Sometimes when you're working with cover artists, you don't always get that sense that they understand what you're going oh, yeah, for. Totally. Like they might try their best and it might be beautiful, you may like it, but I don't mm. always feel like it connects well to what I'm writing. Mm. And then like this just like, you know, it all seemed to fall together perfectly. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's good when you can find someone who really understands you. Like you said, it's really hard to find people that uh you can jive with artistically. Yes. <laughs> so. I mean, I've had really nice covers before. That's mm-hmm. not to say that. But yeah, yeah, of course. I just felt like I really connected with her. Well, I mean, you had such a deep concept. And for her to really put thought into it and understand where you're coming from. And then to be able to put your vision, you know, on the paper like that. I mean, you know, some and in some covers, you know, for... A, a novel or a poetry collection some are easier or more difficult than others so and right. she you know really would have had to probably really think about what you were trying to say and think about like your dream and everything so um sounds like she she did a good job putting it all together so yeah i i, I have an old collection it was my very very first collection i ever printed my own back when lulu.com was first born and <laughs> and it i would love to redo the cover because it was my first collection of poems so they're kind of juvenile but still and um it was called the real me extended but i didn't quite understand how to put covers together and i was you know not to have a lot of money now but i had to do it myself and all it has is um a pond in my hometown a <laughs> picture of that and it doesn't mean doesn't go with concept at all. So I'd like to do like a reprint of that one. Right. So yeah, I don't know why I was going for that. I guess I didn't know at the time, you know, how to I mean I, I kinda knew how to work with graphics, but maybe the type of graphic programs and art that's available now it probably wasn't available then because we're talking like two thousand four. <laughs> Right. Plus, I feel like your skills, like, improve over time. Oh, yeah. No matter what, no matter what it is. Sure. Whether it's painting, writing, making music, Mm -hmm. acting. Oh, yeah. And whatever, um, you know, it's like anything in life. 
the more mm-hmm. you put into it, the more you get out of it. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think sometime I may do, like, a reprint because, yeah, my uh, design skills have definitely improved. <laughs> they're talking, oh, my gosh, that was 2004. We're talking 20 years. I just made myself sound feel really old. <laughs> oh my goodness no no <laughs> don't feel old i say you're only old if you feel old oh, well <laughs> I, I feel bad because like there's these girls on tiktoks you know there's a saying oh if you're born in the 90s like you know we're talking about older people i say excuse me we are not old okay if, we are not old if people born in the <laughs> 90s are considered old i was born in 81 so yeah that's what i'm saying like i'm like no i'm not old i don't know what you're talking about child i am not old (laughs) oh my gosh uh i do miss the 90s though i do have to say because uh well my daughter she's just turned 20 on the 11th and she's getting all into the shows from the 90s because they're showing like on netflix and hulu and she goes you know what i kind of wish i was born back then it seemed like things are better i go yeah people talk to one another then (laughs) <laughs> you know like in person it's funny because i was born in 86 and mm-hmm. like i have i love 80s music oh yeah totally and some of the people at work like <laughs> when i'll change the station because it's playing something that i'm just like i can't deal with this anymore oh yeah i get it i <laughs> I'll get change it. it to it's usually country mm-hmm. because i like to play kenny chesney all the oh, time yeah. for some reason. well you know the I'll 80s change it. oh get it 80s and 90s country was the best I'll change it to like the 80s station mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm sorry, Kenny Chesney, you tell too many stories. <laughs> it is about storytelling. I want to hear music. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, most of their stories had the same so, concepts that involved a beer or their girlfriend, boyfriend leaving them or the wife getting mad or somebody kicking over. Or, the you know, he's box. on a boat. I'm like, well, I'm not <laughs> on a boat right now. I mean, you're just making me sad, so I'm changing this. <laughs> Or they're going like, unless fishing. Unless you're taking me on that boat with you, I don't want to hear about your boat. <laughs> uh, you know, country is a, a whole uh, another form of different poetry. <laughs> it is. It's, you know, it's like the one genre that I'm not really fond of. Like, I love all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. But country, unless it's like the old stuff, I'm not really a fan of it. Yeah. I like, don't... I like Reba and I like Dolly Parton, mm-hmm. but I'm not into like a lot of oh no the newer country no artists, me neither I guess. uh-uh no there's something there is something about though when uh dolly parton sings uh, i will always love you no that's pretty good so um. i always liked <laughs> i always liked your song jolene oh I yes yes cool jolene song, you know it's like, weird jolene, you mentioned that. that one gets me every time she's actually i watched a video <laughs> on youtube yesterday with dolly parton and the pentatonics and they sang jolene it was good. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's just something about that song. Yeah. I don't know. It is. And it's... then anytime I hear Reba, it's like, I'm, like I said, I'm not really into country, but I love Reba. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, the one... And I feel like the country songs written by women are more interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because a lot of times their songs are, you know, I think I feel like they're kind of about empowerment or getting, you know, going for what you want. Right. Or, you know, or rising up. I don't, like, I'm sorry your dog died, but (laughs) I can't do anything about it. I don't care that you want to go fishing. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't blame your girlfriend for leaving. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a funny song called "Bubba Shot the Jukebox," so there you go. And oh it, was, it was it was written by a man. I was just like, what? Yep, it said Bubba shot the jukebox last night. Uh, said it played a sad yep. song and it made him cry. Made him cry. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that song a few times at work. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was like, do people in this age know what a jukebox is? Yeah, I know, really. That's, the, <laughs> you know, they're probably, you know, like how many, and I doubt hardly any of them seen a jukebox. So, yeah, I get it. So, I guess, you know, we'll, you know, maybe we'll just have to, like, show some of those people. Okay, so this is your country poetry. So, here's just a few tips. Maybe we can change your your song around just a little and update it. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> well, it, it's been a pleasure um, talking to you, Linda, and especially joking about country songs. Um, <laughs> um, and your, your book, uh, Samurai, where can people buy it? Um, they can go to the website from for Yellow Arrow Publishing. It's just yellowarrowpublishing.com. Okay. Or um, it's also available on Amazon, I believe. Mm-hmm. I just direct people towards um, Yellow Arrow Publishing because I know a lot of people are not a fan of Amazon or buying mm-hmm. books there. But it's a giant. They oh, have a yes. ton of books there, totally. so, and there's still authors trying to sell their books there, so oh, yeah, I understand like not liking <laughs> Amazon itself, but please support authors, we need it. Yes, because, like, like, I don't know, when we, well, me, when I list my book on Amazon, I'm like a needle in a haystack, I don't think anybody can find me. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I get it, so, um, so they can go to, you say, Yellow Arrow Publishing? Yep. Okay, great. Yeah, it's it's just yellowarrowpublishing.com. Mm-hmm. And then they can also find you on Facebook, correct? Yes, I have a page. Um, it's just Linda M. Crate. Uh-huh. I have 800-something eight, followers right now, awesome. according to Facebook. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So um, you, you got can... everybody following you and, and asking for your autograph and chasing after you online, right? No, <laughs> not quite that glamorous. <laughs> I actually shared this post today. I was like, five way, quick ways to help your favorite author buy their books, review their books, follow them and share, recommend them mm-hmm. and offer to help. Yes, most definitely. That That is what you can do for authors, especially because it is such... A difficult market to break into. There's so many yes, authors. Yes, it's, it's an arduous process. Yes, and I guess I've been and, in the game for like nine years already, and uh-huh. I feel like I have no traction sometimes. Well, you know what everyone needs to know is, especially for poets, we don't go into this industry to get rich. <laughs> no, <laughs> it'd be nice, but no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I See, I love writing. Oh, That's me too. Why I'm here, but. Well, see, the thing is, is poets don't get famous until they die. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like Emily Dickinson. (laughs) I know, I'm I'm not really, but I'm thinking, like, Emily Dickinson, like, she hid a lot of her work. So, you know, they didn't find hers. I mean, literally, they had, like, a lot of hers was, like, you know, kept in drawers or here and there on pieces of paper. So, I mean, she 
was to herself a lot. She didn't like being around a lot of people. Right. She had, a, you know, a few close friends and that was it. And, and then, you know, you've got Robert Frost. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, again, you know, the road not taken. I mean, I love that. And, but back then everyone's like, oh yeah, that's a nice little poem. You know, and, and right. now it's I, used I so much. Sometimes people get it. Yeah. And Even today, like sometimes, like I don't think people fully understand. Like, oh all no, the work not at all. It goes into writing. So like, oh okay. Yeah, and so I'm like, <laughs> you know how many, how many tears I shed over this idea and concept, and before I wrote it. Yeah, no and kidding. You're just gonna be like, okay, yeah, okay, like. <laughs> <laughs> and then one more author, uh, Edgar Allan Poe wrote poetry and stories and they thought he was one heck of a weird crazy man and if he knew i love his yes work. and and, and how, look at how famous he is now he is extremely famous yeah. i've always loved um his one story the black cat uh-huh yes yeah i've got i've got a, whole I like a lot of his works but i like the black cat and mm-hmm. i always like the raven yes definitely the raven you know the one that always gets quoted yes <laughs> Quotes the raven oh yeah like all over the place I, I've always liked that one. For sure. It's funny because I went to a wildlife nature preserve, and as soon as the raven saw me, it got so excited, it hit the glass. <laughs> oh I was like, God. hi! Oh, my god! I was like, you know I like ravens, don't you? <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see, like, you know, maybe, like, years later when I'm dead, I'll have, like, a... A pop, what are the, I have the, uh, those little, the things with the big heads, I know what they are, and I have, like, right oh, now. Oh, um, I know what you're talking yeah, about, too, I have, then. I have one of Edgar Allan Poe and Van Gogh, and, um, and then I have some of Mr. Rogers and Bob Ross, and, um, one of the guys from Office Space. Um, <laughs> and I have three of them staring at me right now, and I can't think of what they're called. <laughs> All this. Are they Zunko or Zuko? Mm. The Zunko Pops? Something Pops. Fun- Funko? Is that Funko Pops? Funko. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So when. Maybe. Yeah. So <laughs> I when, know what you're talking about. So yeah. when we're gone, you know, a thousand years later, there'll be something like that and we'll have little toys made after us. <laughs> <laughs> when my raven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you heard it first from me. There yes. better be a raven. Yeah, yeah. A little so, black cat, because I love black cats too. They're so cute. Yes. So we'll make them. And I know crate. they get a bad rap. They're, but they're not unlucky. They are not. They're the oh, sweetest no. cats. Black cats are beautiful. But I think it's because like nobody gives them a chance. No. I'm like, come here, I'll take you all. There you go. <laughs> so you, you heard that. When when Linda dies and she becomes famous, make her into a black cat or a black raven. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's our morbid talk for the day. Um, <laughs> so, um, thanks again, um, for coming on as spoken word poetry and, uh, participating in, um, my meet the author series. It, it's been great. So, uh, check out yellow arrow dot com, yellow com, right? Yes. Yellowarrowpublishing.com. Uh, Linda M. Crate on Facebook and make sure you give her a like, a follow buy her book, uh, you know, give it a review, any stuff so that she can have her wish later on life to become a black cat or a raven. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. It is nice being with you. Good. Thank it, you it was, for interviewing me. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Linda. It's always great to talk to you. Thank you. It's always great to talk to you. 
Awesome. Thank you. Are you enjoying listening to my poetry on Spoken Word Poetry Podcast? Good! Did you know that I also write poetry collections too? You can find books written by me, Ariana R. Cherry, on Amazon. Simply search for Ariana R. Cherry under the Authors in the Books section on Amazon. You'll find some of my collections right there. Some of my collections include Roadmap of Our Souls, Between Light and Darkness, Twisted Paths Poetry, and one of my favorite epic poems, which is also a fiction story, and it's also won the favorite Reader's Favorite Award, Only If. Purchase any of those books on Amazon, and I promise you that you'll be just as happy reading them as you are listening to them. Thank you for your support. I always appreciate it.